So, hello everyone. Welcome to Reality by Ria. Today we have Brian Martin with us. He is a motivational speaker, and I would request all the listeners to listen to this podcast till very end because I'm pretty sure you would be motivated and fascinated by his journey of what he's been through and how did he handle it. So, hello, Mr. Martin. How are you? Hello, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm excited. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. So my very first question would be, what made you choose to become a motivational speaker? That is a very good question. Um, I have spent uh, a lot of my life um, either on stage. I work with animals, so I do public presentations. So that comes very easy to me. Um, so that's one one part of it. Um, but uh, about three years ago, my father passed away um, from medication and alcohol. And then three months after that, my partner Clayton, he ended up getting sick. Um, and I had to take care of him. He had a terminal illness. So for eight months, we knew that he was going to pass away. Uh, and I had to pour everything into him. Uh, and then when he passed away three years ago, I found myself with all, all of this time now and nobody to share it with. So I had to start filling in the void um, and doing different things to help myself. Uh, and I started to process my grief and I started to find different things that helped me feel better. And I started to share that because I saw so many other people that were struggling, especially with the pandemic and everything happening. Um, and I, I started to share little bits of what I was doing um, and, and just showing people that they could turn their day around and feel a little bit better. They didn't have to sit in that grief all the time. Uh, and that that led me to be invited to go to different events and, and start speaking. Well, that is really motivating. I mean, I'm really fascinated and surprised. You're really brave. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. I won't ask you what was the lowest point of your life because uh, losing someone is particularly the lowest point, obviously. So how did you come to terms with such problems? You know, I I took it day by day. Um it it was really overwhelming at first because I thought like I had to just handle it all and go through the process. Um, and when you don't lose somebody like that, and then you you always think, oh well, if that ever happened, I would just get through it and move on. And I realized that I couldn't move on from it. I would just be growing with it. It's always going to be there. My loss will always be there. Um, and once I switched my mindset from, okay, go through the struggles, be upset, be sad, be hurt, be angry, um, and, and then it'll all go away, uh, I took more control over the emotions. And um, when that worked, um, like when I started to feel them and accept them, and not rush them, I started to process things better. I was able to move through uh, each emotion and they come back. I mean, I still have my days where, you know, I have memories of my dad and of, of Clayton, um, but I don't fight it so much. 
anymore or rush it. I, I let myself go through that. And because I do that, I think that's helped me to really appreciate the moments and the times when I'm not upset because it's so easy to go through your day when you don't have strong emotions and not even think about it. And now I appreciate those much more and I celebrate those much more. And I think because I honor all of the feelings that I have and all of the emotions now, I find joy in the small things. And I think that has really, really helped me um, moving forward and growing from my grief. That sounds about right. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So, um, what do you think? Like, uh, what is a meaningful and um, good life and a happy life for you? For me, um, a meaningful, happy life. I used to think that it was having um, not really all the things, but. Um, you know, big exciting things would have to happen and uh, get to go on vacations and, um, you know, the buying a house and just all, you know, not a ton of materialistic things, but the, the major things in life, getting married, those were the things that I used to really think meant having a meaningful life. And since I've gone through what I've gone through in the past three years, I realized that it, you can find meaning in so many things um and that that's really where the definition of meaningful and happy is it's waking up with my dog next to me in my bed and he's excited that we have another day together it's getting to go to work and spending time with the animals there it's getting to meet new people <laughs> even if they're halfway around the world you know that's i i find a lot of meaning in that sharing um sharing honestly and openly and authentically about the good days and the bad days because it ends up um it ends up having meaning for other people so just you having this wonderful podcast you have provided such meaning for so many people and this avenue has now given me an opportunity to share my journey and that can provide more meaning for other people so this in and of itself is meaningful because we're helping people and i at the end of the day you know at the end of your life what is your legacy is it that you had a house and a family or is it that you ended up making a difference for at least one other person and so that is for me now after everything i've been through meaning that is really an amazing answer <laughs> like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store like there are some people who usually do not talk about their problems so um, what can they do to get through these phases by themselves well everybody who has difficulties they deal with it their own way um and although i'm very open about what has gone on i know other people are not and that's okay um you know everybody handles their their troubles and emotions in different ways um and i think they they really to help themselves need to honor that if they're quiet about it and they don't want to talk about it that's that's 
fine as long as they're talking to themselves about it. Because so often people will push things aside and push things down and and not even acknowledge that they're going through it. And when you don't acknowledge it, it sits and it builds and it grows. So being able to at least have that conversation with yourself. Um, but if people don't feel comfortable talking about it, they should at least look for resources or look for people that do feel comfortable talking about it because then in a lot of ways that person is voicing what's inside of you and it can help you process and move forward or be an example. You don't have to you don't have to be in the conversation to gain benefit from it. You can listen or read. Um, just just looking for a resource or looking for other people that have gone through what you're going through so you don't feel as lonely. I think that's the key. Um, I really honestly do. When you find other people that are going through something similar and you have that connection with them, even though it's maybe a sad connection, you don't want to be part of that club, um, as long as you know you're not the only one in the club, it makes that problem less heavy. And I think that's that's where people should start. They should just start looking for someone else that understands. There's lots of people out there that might get grief and loss. Um, you know, I've lost a parent. I have no children, so I don't know what it's like to have child loss. Um, I'm widowed. I know what it's like to lose my partner. I can talk to many friends about how much I miss my dad and my and my partner Clayton, but they may not be able to relate in quite the right way um, or quite get some of the emotions that I have and vice versa. I've never lost any children, so I can be there for a friend who, who has suffered child loss, but I can't quite be there in the exact way because I've never been through that. So finding somebody who's gone through a similar journey, especially somebody who's ahead of you in that journey, who can show you that there are days and weeks and months and years forward is a huge, huge step in um, helping heal yourself. That's right. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. As we grow old, uh, we have uh, certain uh, regrets in our life. We cannot undo or change certain things. So how can we deal with such regrets and repentances? What a great question. <laughs> wow, yes. Regrets are always, always something that people struggle with. Um, I have had regrets about, you know, deciding where to move to, deciding what job to take, deciding who to date, <laughs> who not to date, um, you know, things to say and things to not say. Um, and I've realized that if you show up every day with your best intentions, if you go into the day trying to be the best version of yourself, you have, you have to be there for yourself first because you can't help others if you don't fill your own cup, right? Um, if you make sure that you're showing up every day as best you can, however that looks for you, then you shouldn't have any regrets. Um, so many people will say that, you know, everything happens for a reason. If you believe that, then you can't have regrets because 
it was all supposed to happen that way. So I see people who, who try to argue both sides of that based on the situation that they're in. But if you truly believe everything happens for a reason, then you can't have regrets. Um, I did regret for a while not maybe calling my dad as much. I regretted you know, the days that I had to, had to go to work and not stay home with Clayton while he was sick. And I felt that, and I felt guilt for that. And then I had a big conversation with myself, and I reminded myself that everything happened for a reason, and that I showed up and I called my dad. It wasn't like I never spoke with him. He also wasn't, you know, the best person on the phone. <laughs> he didn't call people either. So it was, we talked, and we had a good relationship. And I think that... When I realized that we were there for each other when we needed to, that regret faded. Um, of course, I would love to have him back. Um, same with Clayton. I had to go to work because I had to pay the bills, which I told myself I could have stayed home, but what if I had lost my job? Instead, I made sure that our apartment was taken care of and I felt pride in that. Instead of feeling regret that I wasn't there for him, I was able to keep our life and our home here in his last days so that he felt as comfortable as possible. So when you switch from the regret to what it was that you were doing instead to make other things happen, to building your life or doing something for someone else, you can actually find the the light that's buried within that regret. And if you focus on that, it will help you balance out that guilt that comes with it. And you just do your best. That's right. We should focus on the good things and the good memories which we had with the people we've lost. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Uh, my next question would be, what are the three uh, life lessons that this pandemic has taught you? Oh, the three life lessons that the pandemic has taught me. <laughs> um, definitely appreciate the little things. We take for granted the ability to give people a hug. And that's huge. <laughs> um, you know, enjoy, enjoy the time that you have when you have it, it's so easy to wrap yourself up in social media sometimes and be out with people, but looking at your phone. Um, so definitely find gratitude in the moments that you have with people. Um, the freedoms that we have being able to come and go as we please. Um, and um, I think probably that and this, some people might not understand this, but um, time, time alone um, is okay. I would keep myself super busy running around doing also, I have my regular job and I also have my, um, my essential oils business that I do stuff with. When Clayton passed away, I poured so much into being at work 
and then immediately coming home and doing more work. So I didn't have to think about it. The problem with that is I wasn't actually acknowledging and working through the feelings. The pandemic shut everything down. We went to work to take care of the animals. I came home and things were kind of quiet. I had to accept where I was and I that never would have happened. So I actually have gratitude for the pandemic because I think it, it's gotten me to where I am now because it forced me to stop and sit and think and talk to myself and acknowledge where I was at so that I could actually move forward. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So my next question uh, would be that uh, we are often uh, been to- been told that uh, to live in the present, that we should live in the moment. So how can we live in the moment and why should we do that? So living in the moment, time goes by so fast. And those of us that have lost something, um, which many of us now, because of the pandemic, you lose the abilities to do things. You, you realize the things that you miss. Um, that really teaches you that life is very fast and very, very fleeting. Um, I swear I was just 12 years old and now I'm 42. Where did that happen? Um, so for those that are listening, if they have lost people, they, they get it. If you haven't had great loss, you don't know that yet. Try to think about living in the moment every single day and, and having gratitude for what you have because you never know when something will change. Right? We get so, so comfortable that every day we're going to wake up and all of our friends are going to wake up and we're all going to go to work and we're all going to go to the gym and we're all going to go to dinner together. That might change. So really focusing in on the little joy throughout the day when you're you're taking your dog on a walk you know and the birds are singing or you go to the beach and instead of sitting on your phone or listening um to music just listening to the waves um, because you never know when you're going to get that chance again so i think it is super important and i never i would not live in the moment i would be thinking so much about the future or worrying so much about the future and and regretting the past right you, we're full of regret and worry and then when we're all done we realize we've wasted so so much of our time um on things that already happened or we we had, didn't even know if it was going to happen and all of it was out of our control. So um, I think it's so important for us to just latch on to every minute that we have and enjoy it and fully immerse ourselves in it so that we can honestly say that we have lived the only life, you know, we may get. So I think it's super important for everybody to just really enjoy everything minute by minute. That's right. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Um, so you must have heard in the news that India is going through really hard times and people are battling with mental health problems. So what should the people be doing in these tough times? 
I think, and I'm not, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I just think from somebody who's been in a spot that's really difficult, um, it's scary. It is. And it's, it's upsetting and it can definitely hold you in that space for a long time. You can be in the middle of a storm, right? And just sit there and wait it out. Or you can choose to try to find a break in the clouds. Um, and that's what I tried to do. I acknowledge my feelings and where I'm at because when you acknowledge them, you name them and they have less control over you. Um, I share where I'm at to get it out of my system and so that other people understand where I'm at and I can connect with people that may feel similar. In that way, I feel less alone. I also end up realizing that I'm helping people along the way, which brightens up my path because when other people tell me that me sharing or saying, hey, me too, they feel less alone and then I feel better. So I think for those people that are struggling, just to know that we know you're struggling and that there's millions of people in the world and there's tons of us out there that want you to have a better life and we want you to feel better and just know that nothing is permanent. So even though it's difficult this minute or this week or it's been so difficult during this pandemic, nothing in life is forever. So great things happen and bad things happen. And if you remember while you're in the middle of those that they won't last forever, then you can have gratitude for the good and hope in the hard. And that can get you to the next day, the next step. But like I said earlier, look for resources. Look for people that have gone through what you're going through and use their story as inspiration. Um, when I lost my partner, I didn't really know that there was um, a resource for widowed people, Soaring Spirits International. Um, and a friend reached out and said, hey, there's a whole community of people who have gone through what you've gone through. And I didn't know that. So once I just went to their website and clicked and started reading about other people, I felt so much better the grief wasn't gone, but the loneliness was. And that right there was huge, huge for me moving forward and being able to carry the weight that I had. Um, so anybody out there, please, please, please look for somebody or some resource that resonates with you and where you are so you feel less alone and watch the magic happen once you start that path. <laughs>